Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so today we're going to go over a recap of Thursday's games. We'll go over some of Friday's games. Uh, we'll take a look at some pickups, and then we'll preview Saturday's games. All right, sounds good. All right, so let's start off with Thursday's games, and we'll start off with a really close game. Um, Boston was able to clutch out um, a home game against Chicago in the third period. So really good job by the Bruins. Uh, Charlie Coyle with the goal for Boston in the first. Alex Debrinkit with the goal for Chicago in the first. And in the second period, we have Brandon Hagel with a goal for Chicago and Jack Aachen and David Pasternak with a goal each for Boston. And in the third period, we have Brandon Hagel with another goal for Chicago and David Pasternak with another goal for Boston. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, honestly, a great job by Boston. They're able to get it done here. Um, these are the kind of games you need to win, you know, to stay in the playoff race, to also in the division race as well. So, um, yeah, they did a good job, I guess, of uh, getting the win there. And then as for Chicago, obviously, um, they haven't had the best season, but uh, still a solid effort in this game. And they kept the game close until the end. So, yeah, good job on them as well. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to the next uh, game we have, a uh, surprising upset. Um, the Buffalo Sabres were able to beat the Golden Knights at home. Um, we have uh, Peyton Krebs with the goal in the first. No goals in the second period. Um, ben Hutton with the first goal for Vegas. And uh, Victor Olsen with the goal in the third for Buffalo. And Alex Tuck with the goal of his own for Buffalo in the third. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, former captain Jack Eichel, who was traded from Buffalo this season to Vegas, he makes his return to Buffalo, obviously uh, not the result that he wanted, as both players that were traded for him, Peyton Krebs and Alex Tuck, both score against their former team, which is pretty interesting, and yeah, Buffalo gets the upset win, so yeah, Vegas has been battling injuries, they've been struggling lately, they potentially could fall out of the playoffs, which is not great, and as for Buffalo, I guess it's a good revenge win for them uh, in a sense. And then, yeah, they're another one of those teams that we've been talking about. You know, they haven't had the best season. They're just looking towards next year. Uh, the Golden Knights, they had a really good um, first uh, few seasons. They're an expansion team, but they definitely weren't playing like an expansion team. Um, they had a really good era. They had a really good goalie that they traded away. So, this is kind of, I think, the first or second season without him. But they're not looking as strong as they did during um, their, I guess, golden years, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's like their fifth season now, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, they've definitely... They, they're definitely seeing a lot of struggles this year. I think they had similar struggles in like maybe their second or third season, but nothing compared to this. They battled a lot of injuries. Hopefully they can overcome it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another upset. Unfortunately, uh, the Leafs were not able to defend their home against the Coyotes. Um, Coyotes were able to take it in overtime. So impressive job by the Coyotes, but kind of unfortunate for the Leafs. Uh, we have Alex Galchenyuk and uh, Jacob Chikrin 
for Arizona in the first. And in the second period, we have Travis Boyd and Christian Fisher for Arizona and Pierre Engel for uh, Toronto. And in the third period, we have Alexander Kerfoot, Austin Matthews, and William Nylander for Toronto. And Jacob Chikrin was able to clutch the game out for Arizona. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, definitely a good win for Arizona. Obviously, they've been upsetting a lot of teams over the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, they... Yeah, they've been playing a whole lot better, even though they don't really have a lot to play for at this point of the season. As for Toronto, um, they went behind, they were behind in this game. They came back to tie it. Uh, of course, uh, that penalty that could have been called in overtime, uh, there was a hold against Austin Matthews, which caused the Coyotes to be able to score. Obviously, there was questionable refereeing there, but the Leafs still weren't able to get it done at the end of the day. So definitely... Uh, a bounce back is needed. They've also had defensive injuries. I think two out of their top six defenders have been injured and their goalie Jack Campbell's also been injured. So they've been allowing a lot of goals lately, a lot of four goals or more in a lot of their games, which is not good if you're trying to win games. So they definitely got to have that turned around. Um, they're definitely a competitive team in the East. And if they want to stay there, they definitely need to improve in these areas. For sure. And I guess for Arizona, this is pretty much prime spoiler time. So if they end up going on another win streak, we could possibly see some teams not make the playoffs because they lost to the Coyotes. Yeah, that's definitely something that they're going to try and do. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have um, Ottawa defending their home against the Kraken in overtime. So they were able to take it four to three. So a little impressive by Ottawa. We have Josh Norris in the first for Ottawa. Brady Kachuk and Parker Kelly for Ottawa in the second. And in the third period, we have Jared McCann, Ryan Donato, and Mason Appleton for Seattle. And Josh Norris was able to get an overtime goal for the Senators. So what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, Ottawa had a 3-0 lead through two periods, but they let it slip away in the third as Seattle made a huge comeback, uh, similar to what they did against Toronto a couple of days before. Um but then, yeah, Ottawa was able to sort of clutch it out, like you said, in overtime. Um, yeah, Josh Norris, he's been looking great since he's come back from injury. Um, Ottawa as a whole, they played a solid two periods and the overtime. Definitely need to clean up that third period a little bit. Then as for Seattle, we've talked about it all year. Not really a lot of expectations. Pretty much a rebuilding expansion team at this point. So, yeah, definitely a solid effort overall from them as well. For sure. And uh, speaking of solid effort, um, Detroit was able to take Minnesota all the way to a shootout, but unfortunately, Minnesota was able to get a win at the Detroit Red Wings home. And uh, in the first period, we have uh, Matt Boldy and Joel Erickson for Minnesota. And we have uh, Jacob Brana, Lucas Raymond, and Jacob Brana with a second goal for Detroit. In the second period, we have uh, Lucas Raymond with a second goal for Detroit and Matt Zuccarello with um, a goal for Minnesota. In the third period, we have Matt Boldy with another goal for Minnesota, Kirill Kaprizov with a goal for Minnesota, and Jordan Osterley with a goal for Detroit. No goals in overtime. Matt Zuccarello was able to get the shootout. Um, win for Minnesota. And so what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like what a crazy game this was uh it's just back and forth the whole game i think detroit had the 3-2 lead at the end of the first 
And then they had the 4-3 lead at the end of the second, and then Minnesota was able to take the lead there in the third, and then Detroit had to tie it up again. And, of course, Minnesota wins in the shootout. I think there was one of the goals. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Zuccarello's, where he just pretty much threw it down the ice, and the goalie tried to play it, and he ended up playing it into his own net, which was pretty hilarious. And, uh, yeah, if that goal didn't go in, I think Detroit could have won this game. So, yeah, Minnesota's been struggling. yeah, they've been allowing a lot of goals, but they were still able to get the win here. And then as for Detroit, they've been losing a lot. I think they're out of playoff contention now for the most part. Yeah, they're probably just going to have to look to next year. Yeah, I mean, even though um, they did have an unfortunate goal scored on them by Minnesota, they basically um, kept their head in the game. They were able to kind of play with heart. And they still basically gave Minnesota a run for their money it went, and it went all the way down to a shootout. So I think that's still pretty impressive by Detroit. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a pretty dominant win by Florida at their home against um, the Flyers. They were able to beat Philadelphia 6-3. to three. Um, In the first period, we have Carter Verhage with two goals and Sam Leinhardt with two goals for Florida. And in the second period, we have uh, James Van. Uh, Ryan Stake for Philadelphia, and we also have Ken Atkinson and Travis Konechny for Philadelphia as well. In the third period, we have Anthony DeClaire and Sam Reinhardt with another goal for Florida. And uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this is one of the classic Florida games where they just like score like five or six goals on you and you just can't keep up with their scoring. I think that what were, what was it? It was uh, four nothing after the first period. Like you could pretty much just say this game's done. Flyers tried to come back a little bit, uh, pretty solid effort from them in the second, but in the third, it was just too much as Florida kind of just took over. Um, yeah, Florida been playing solid first in their division, top team, one of the top teams in the East. Not much else I can say. They've just been solid all year. And then as for the Flyers, yeah, a rough season. And yeah, you could pretty much tell from this game how their season's been going. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on Florida's offense? Because it looks like they're like the Colorado of the East pretty much. Yeah, you could call them the Colorado of the East, although we'll get to what happened to Colorado on Thursday. But um, yeah, definitely agree. They're one of the juggernauts offensively in the East. For sure. And before we get to Colorado's game, we'll talk about um, the Winnipeg-New Jersey game. A pretty low-scoring game. Uh, New Jersey uh, New Jersey fell to the Jets at their home 2-1. to one. Uh, Brendan Dillon in the first period for the Jets and Jack Hughes for New Jersey in the first period. Kyle Connor was able to get a second goal for the Jets. No goals in the third period. What are your thoughts? Yeah, like you said, tight game, low scoring. Jets were able to get it done. Um, Yeah, Kyle Connor, one of the top goal scorers in the league, gets the winner here. Um, Eric Comrie, the backup goalie for the Jets, he was able to get the win. I believe he played for New Jersey previously. So definitely that revenge game narrative there. Um, yeah, Jets really need this win. They're still in playoff contention in the West. We know how jumbled up it is. They need every win they can get. New Jersey's pretty much fallen out of contention in the East. So, yeah, you got to take advantage of the teams that are already out of contention. Yeah, I guess when you face a team that's kind of lower in the standings, you want to make sure that you get those wins, try not to get upset. So, a good on Winnipeg for being able to do that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And so I guess moving on to the next game. So just as I said, as I was saying that Florida is the Colorado 
of the East. Colorado ended up getting shut out by Carolina two to zero um, in the third period. So really unfortunate game by Colorado. Uh, no goals in the first or second period, but Ethan Bear and Sebastian Aho were able to get a goal each for Carolina. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this is pretty insane that Colorado, like, they tried, but they couldn't score. 36 saves for Antti Ranta for the shutout. I know Freddie Anderson's been injured for the Hurricanes. So they've been riding their backup goalie, and he played solid in this game. Yeah, um, great to see goals. Uh, Ethan Barry doesn't really score a lot of goals as a defenseman. So, yeah, great to see him on the board. Sebastian Ajo is pretty much one of their main guys, so it's great to see him score as well. Carolina, the top of their division, one of the best teams in the East. They're able to play a shutdown style on one of the best teams in the West, and that's Colorado. So, yeah, as for Colorado, they've been struggling lately. they got to bounce back. And as for Carolina, they just got to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, I guess uh... – Colorado did get shut out, but uh, normally they have a pretty strong offense. So I think this is more speaking about how good Colorado is. I mean, how good Carolina is as a team, not necessarily um, how bad Colorado's offense is. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen Colorado get shut down in the playoffs in previous seasons. So I guess if you play the right style, I think it is possible and Carolina played really well. Yeah, but speaking of a shutout, we have a six-goal shutout by the Islanders, they were able to shut out the Blue Jackets at home. So a uh, really impressive game by New York. We have uh, Brock Nelson in the first period, Josh Bailey, Anders Lee, and John Gabriel Pajot for the Islanders in the second. And Anders Lee with two more goals in the third period for the Islanders. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, nice hat trick, hat trick there for Anders Lee. Uh, we have... I guess we haven't seen a really complete game like this from the Islanders in a long time, especially at home. They've really struggled. Um, yeah, good win there against the the Blue Jackets. Uh, both teams are sort of falling out of contention at this point. Um, but yeah, tough loss for Columbus. I think it's their fourth in a row. They were, you know, maybe putting a bit of pressure there on Washington in the East. But um, since their recent struggles, um, I don't think Washington has too much to worry about. Yeah, I guess. Um... What are your thoughts on New York's offense going forward? Uh, I still think that they struggle to produce offense. This is one of the exception games. Uh, I don't know. They just have a lot of older players. Maybe that's the reason why. Maybe it's the style that they play. It's a few different factors, but it was great to see them break out like this. For sure. And so moving on to the next game, um, St. Louis was able to get six goals against the Rangers too. So really impressive job by the St. Louis Blues. Uh, in the first period, we have Robert Thomas with two goals for St. Louis and even Barbashev with a goal of his own for St. Louis, while Ryan Strom was able to get a goal for the Rangers. And in the second period, we have Ryan O'Reilly, Jake Wallman, and David Perron for St. Louis with Keandre Miller with a goal of his own for the Rangers. No goals in the third period. What are your thoughts? Yeah, surprising win considering... Uh, the Rangers, they've been playing pretty well. St. Louis has been struggling, so they kind of reversed their fortunes, I guess, in this game. St. Louis getting it done at home. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they looked really solid here. Looks like St. Louis is looking to get back on track, sort of maybe try and catch Colorado in their division. I don't know if they'll be able to do that, but I guess solidifying a playoff spot in the West. And I guess for the Rangers, 
tough loss. They were looking to sort of get ahead of Pittsburgh in the standings. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Last time I checked, Pittsburgh's up on their Friday night game. So, yeah, that's more separation, I guess, now for Pittsburgh if they win that. Yeah, I guess it's kind of unfortunate for um, the Rangers. But um, what are your thoughts on St. Louis's playoff chances? Yeah, I think they should be a playoff team. I don't really think that's in doubt unless they have like a crazy falling off. But yeah, wins like this just make me more, um, I guess, confident in their chances. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have um, the Nashville Predators defending their home against the Anaheim Ducks. And they were able to win four to one. So impressive job by Nashville. Um, Matt Duchesne for Nashville in the first, Philip Forsberg for Nashville in the second. Uh, Colton Sissons and Matt Duchesne with another goal for Nashville in the third with Adam Enrique uh, with the only goal for Anaheim. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, solid win for Nashville. I think it's their third in a row. I think Philip Forsberg had like three points in this game. And I mean, if he's still on the trade block, you better take him off because, I mean, this guy is just producing for you. You can't trade that away, especially if – as Nashville's trying to be a playoff team this year, you need a guy like that that could score a lot of points for you. So, um, yeah, they definitely need to be keeping Forsberg, in my opinion. And as for the Ducks, they've been struggling ever since the All-Star break, haven't been able to do much. They've fallen out of the playoff race for the most part. They'd have to string together a lot of wins to get it done, and I really don't see them doing that considering the way they've been playing. Yeah, I guess it's kind of unfortunate for Anaheim. They had a pretty decent, um, I guess, first half of the season. But I guess, what do you think what happened in the second half of the season? Yeah, I mean, they battled injuries. They've just, uh, I guess, other teams potentially have been playing better and they just haven't really stepped up. I don't know. I don't really know what it is. Maybe some of their players have really good starts. They just didn't follow through. Uh, Just a number of different things that could have happened. And yeah, they're sort of seeing the results of that. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. But I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, a really high-scoring game for Calgary. Um, they were on fire this night, and they beat Tampa Bay 4-1, to so really good job by the Flames. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau in the first for Calgary, and Johnny Gaudreau with another goal for Calgary with Michael Backlund getting a goal of his own for Calgary, uh, while Alex Killen was able to get one on the board for the Lightning. And Johnny Gaudreau with a third goal for Calgary in the third period. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, Calgary, they've been beating everyone. They beat Colorado last week. They beat Tampa Bay this week. They beat the Oilers. Yeah, this team's playing some of the best hockey out of any team in the league right now. And yeah, um, they're looking pretty solid heading into the playoffs. Um, they're first in the Pacific Division. They shouldn't have a problem winning that division considering uh, we'll we'll get to the Kings game, uh, considering what happened there. And then we talked about Vegas struggling and the Oilers. So, yeah, Calgary looks comfortable there in first place. And, yeah, they could even do some damage in the playoffs. Uh, getting to Tampa Bay, I don't think they're too worried. This is sort of like a one-off game for them. Pretty solid team. They should be playoff team, top three team in their division. And, yeah, they'll be looking to three-peat for the Cup. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're too worried about this one loss. They're going to bounce back. And I guess moving on to the Kings game, they unfortunately fell to the Sharks by about one goal. So the Sharks were able to win four to three in overtime at the Kings home. Um, Brent Burns with a goal in the first period for San Jose and Philip Deneau and Andreas Atanasio uh, with goals of their own for 
the Kings. And in the second pair, we have Trevor Moore for the Kings and uh, Nick Benino for San Jose. Alexander uh, Barabanov for San Jose in the third and Thomas Hurdle for San Jose in overtime. And uh, what are your thoughts on these two teams? Yeah, I guess good win for the Sharks. They get Eric Carlson back, their top defenseman from injury. He definitely helped them. He had two assists in this game. I think rookie goalie Sachenko gets his first NHL win. Um, yeah, I think a solid effort overall for the Sharks. I know the Kings had this lead and they kind of blew it, which was unfortunate. I think they play the Sharks a couple more times coming up. So, um, yeah, they definitely need to get back at them if they want to hold on to that second spot in their division. Then, yeah, as for the Sharks, I mean, they might not be completely out of the playoff race, but I guess the injuries to their goalies have been really tough, as well as other players like Carlson. So it's great to see him back in this game, and it's great to see, I guess, the team just playing better. For sure. And I guess moving on to Friday's games, uh, we can, I guess, talk about the Pittsburgh game. They were able to defend their home against the Golden Knights and solidify their playoff chances even more. Um, Mike Matheson for Pittsburgh in the first, Jeff Carter for Pittsburgh in the second, with Jack Eichel and Alex Petrangelo getting goals of their own for Vegas. And in the third period, we have Mark Friedman, Brian Rust, and Evan Rodriguez for Pittsburgh in the third. And so what are your thoughts on these two teams? Yeah, solid win here for Pittsburgh. Uh, I kind of felt like that they would win this game just because I know Vegas, they've been battling injuries. They've been battling other things. So, I mean, uh, when the game was tied, I was like, okay, maybe Vegas is putting up a decent fight. They have been a good road team. But, um, yeah, once Pittsburgh just made it 3-2, 4-2, I just knew it was done. And, yeah, great win for the Penguins. And then as for Vegas, we talked about their struggles. We talked about their injuries. They really need to get guys back so that they can make a push to try and make the playoffs. Yes. Um, what do you think about the Golden Knights' playoff chances this year? They're still sitting in that third spot in the Pacific Division, so they're still in it right now. Um, yeah, I think that they, they should be able to make the playoffs, just assuming that they're healthy. If they're missing most of their guys for extended periods of time, then there is a chance that the Oilers catch up to them and then they miss the playoffs. Maybe even the Canucks. Canucks have been hot as well. Yeah, I guess the playoff race in the West is pretty tight right now so i guess we'll see who makes it out yeah for sure and i guess for games going on right now we have um, minnesota and columbus tied in overtime two to two so a uh, really tight battle there we have the islanders up against the jets four to two in the third so really impressive job by the islanders um washington vancouver is uh, not happening now but it will be happening um, later as of this recording so we won't be covering those games but we will move on to the pickups portion of the podcast and starting with forwards who do you have all right for forwards i have igor sharingovich from the new jersey devils um i've talked about him as a good deep league pickup over the last couple of weeks he plays all three forward positions try eligible um he's only under 15 percent rostered um he has been pretty solid um, over his past few games, he averages around three shots a game, which is pretty solid. He's had two points over his past two games, and he's been a plus two. Um, definitely really solid. If he continues to play on that top line with Jack Hughes, he's definitely someone you need to pick up, so go grab him. And then I also have Matt Boldy, right wing and left wing, for the Minnesota Wild. He's around 30% rostered. 
uh, in the game that he's currently playing and he has three shots and one hit in his previous two games he has a total of three points and he has three shots in each game and five hits over the two games definitely really solid he plays on the power play he got a power play point there as well definitely go check him out if you need a guy to be scoring for you as he has two goals in those two games um and then one more guy you can look at is Jakob Verana for the Detroit Red Wings he's around 30 percent rostered he just came back from an injury he played his first two games of the season and he has three goals in those two games so yeah uh, he's he plays left wing he's playing on the top line in Detroit um not much uh, other reason to pick him up. I mean, what, seven shots in the two games and six hits? I mean, he's he's on fire his first two games, two power play points, and, yeah, he's just so solid. Definitely add uh, Jacob Ferreira. For sure. And I guess for forwards, um, I'll talk about Nick Schmaltz again uh, for Arizona. He is about 34% rostered right now, so Fortunately, he's not available in deep leagues anymore, but if you're in a shallow league, he's probably going to be on the waiver wire. Um, so far, he has 16 goals for the season, with 22 assists. He's plus 10 with 68 shots. Um, he's been having a, a really good goal and goal streak because Arizona, Arizona's been having a win streak so far. Um, they should have a decent matchup schedule. I think they're facing uh, Montreal. They're facing Ottawa. So they definitely have some chances for more wins. So um, you can definitely take a look at Nick Schmaltz. And I guess my next pickup is going to be more of a deep league pickup. Uh, it's going to be Brandon Hagel from Chicago. So far for the season, he has 20 goals, 15 assists, 89 shots. He is minus 16. So that is something, I guess, to kind of take a look at or something to keep in mind when you pick him up. Um, he does. He is currently trending right now in goals, and they. I think Chicago is facing um, Ottawa. They're facing um, Winnipeg, so there might be some chances in terms of matchup. So you could take a look at Brandon Hagel of deep leagues, and I guess I have two left wings you could take a look at. I guess Marcus Foligno. It's about forty-eight percent rostered, so he's uh, strictly shallow, shallow league only. Um, He's been getting pretty much um, multiple, I guess, categories, and he's currently getting a lot of hits. So even if he's not necessarily getting goals, he can get you assists, he can get you plus minus, he can get you shots, he can get you hits. So he's definitely someone that I think is a really well-rounded for your a roster. And I guess you could also take a look at um, Paul Stastny. He's about... 8% rostered right now um, for Winnipeg. For the season, he has 17 goals, 12 assists. He's plus three with 84 shots. So if you're in a deep a deep league, that's a pretty um, well-rounded player, I think, for forwards. So that's about it for forwards. So who do you have for defense? All right, getting to defense. I talked about him last week, and that's Alec Martinez. He's still on the injured reserve, but he's coming back soon for the Vegas Golden Knights. We talked about how much they need to get their injured players back. So he is going to be back soon. Make sure you stash him on your IR. He's close to 40% rostered now, so people have been adding him. Um, but yeah, especially if you're in a block shots league, he's like one of the block shot kings of the league. So definitely go at Alec Martinez. You can chip in in other categories as well, so he should be really solid. And then I have Ryan Pulak for the New York Islanders. He's been pretty solid. Um, I think over his past two games, 
He has what, like three assists. Um, he has a plus five over those two games and he has nine shots, which is pretty insane. And then uh, previously he had one assist in each of the games before that. Um, and including one shot and one hit per game, which was uh, really solid. Yeah, he's just um, covering a whole leap of categories at this point, and he's under 20% rostered, so he's definitely a deep league guy. You can definitely go pick up. If you need help on defense, he'll chip in in different categories for you, and I guess who are your defense? So I guess for defense, I'll start with uh, Nick Jensen first for Washington. Uh, another deep league pick, but he has um, four goals, 12 assists, 60 shots, and he's plus 26 right now. So um, I think if you're really struggling for plus minus in a deep league, he's probably one of the defenders you could probably pick up. Um, Washington's a really dominant team in the East right now. So as long as they keep winning, um, Nick Jensen's plus minus is probably going to keep going up. So he's definitely a deep league, a defenseman that you want to take a look at for that. And I guess I'll talk about Brady, Brady Scave as well. Um, he has seven goals, 17 assists. He's plus 14 with 123 shots. So he's not necessarily uh, getting too many goals, but I think he's getting a decent amount for a defenseman. And he takes a lot of shots, so he should be getting some goals soon. He gets a lot of assists for you, and his plus minus is also really good considering he's on Carolina. So he's another pickup that... I think you could probably take a look at. And I guess I'll talk about uh, Noah Hannafin as well. He's about 21% uh, rostered right now with five goals, 21 assists. He's plus nine with 117 shots. So if you need shots and you need assists, he's definitely a defenseman you could look at. And I guess for my last defenseman, you can maybe take a look at um, Brendan Dillon. I think he had a goal pretty recently for Winnipeg. So if you like his chances for maybe getting another goal, he's probably another defenseman you could maybe take a look at. And I guess, who do you got for goalies? Yeah, for goalies, I have anti-Ranta. I mean, we talked about uh, Freddie Anderson's injury. And I mean, we said that, yeah, they've been using anti-Ranta. And I mean, he shut out Colorado. He's been so solid. I think over his last, what was it? Uh, his last three starts. So he had three starts in a row since Anderson got hurt. He got a win in all three games. He's only allowed four goals total in those three games, including one shutout. And yeah, he's made insane amounts of saves. Save percentage is really high. Um, yeah, this must add until Anderson comes back. I mean, the guy's under fifth, uh, under thirty percent rostered. If you're an Anderson owner, must add. If you're if you need goaltending help, he's also a must add as well. Sure. And I guess people can maybe take a look at Cal Peterson as well. Um, he does have 16 wins now. Um, his save percent is back up to around 90%. His goals against average is a little bit high, about 2.6. But um, most of the games that he's been playing, he's uh, won, basically. So I think he has a pretty high win rate. Matchup schedule is a little tough, but he does... They do. I think the Kings do face San Jose at least two more times, so there should be an opportunity for a win for the Kings. And um, I guess that's about it for the pickups portion of the podcast, so I guess we can move on to previews. And um, starting with St. Louis versus Nashville, uh, who do you think can take this? Oh, yeah, this is a good matchup, actually. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, it'll depend, I guess, um, who's starting in goal for both teams. 
Uh, I don't know. I might lean to St. Louis. I feel like they're sort of turning the corner. Um, and I believe they're underdogs right now. So you could probably get them at good value as well. So, yeah, give me St. Louis in this game. All right. And uh, moving on to Flyers versus Hurricanes. I guess we can assume Carolina wins this one. Yeah, I'd expect Carolina to win this one. If you have anti-Ranta, it's a great matchup to start him in. Maybe he gets another shutout. Who knows? Yeah, uh, roll with the Hurricanes. All right. And moving on to Detroit versus Calgary. I mean, Calgary is on fire, but Detroit's been playing some really um, tight hockey. So uh, who do you think takes this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I just don't have confidence in Detroit right now. I'm going to just be honest. I'll go with Calgary. Detroit could upset here maybe. But, uh, yeah, they've been keeping games close, but they need to stop allowing so many goals. That's my main issue with with Detroit. So I'll go with Calgary here. All right. And uh, moving on to Arizona versus Boston, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, that's interesting. Arizona has been playing great as a spoiler. Then you got Boston, who's been playing well. I'd probably lean Boston, but I mean, there is upset potential here. I'll definitely say that. But yeah, as of right now, I'd lean Boston. All right. And uh, moving on to Seattle versus the Canadians. Uh, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, I'd probably go with Montreal, to be honest. I think they've just been the better team over the past month or so. Seattle really hasn't really gotten into any rhythm. So I, I definitely like Montreal here. And uh, moving on to Chicago versus Ottawa, um, will Ottawa get another win? I think it's possible that they get another win. Definitely check the goalies first, because, I mean, if Marc-Andre Fleury's in net, I definitely like the value on Chicago, I guess, being an underdog. Um, actually, the odds are kind of even right now. Yeah, Fleury's playing. I think that tips it in the favor of Chicago a little bit. But if not, then, yeah, maybe roll with Ottawa. Right now, I'll go with Chicago, though. All right. And uh, moving on to Anaheim versus New Jersey, who do you think takes this game? Uh, yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, the Ducks, they have been struggling. Maybe they bounce back here because uh, I know the Jets were able to bounce back against New Jersey as well. Yeah, there's a chance I'll take a flyer on the Ducks. I definitely think that they need wins, so I definitely think they have a chance of getting one here. All right. And moving on to New York Rangers versus the Dallas Stars. Who do you think takes this game? Yeah, Dallas has been hot, especially at home. I think I definitely like them to take this, considering the way the Rangers played last game as well. And uh, moving on to the Kings versus San Jose. Uh, Do you think the Kings can get a win at San Jose's house? The Kings have to win this rematch, I feel like, because they are the better team. Uh, they have been a little bit banged up as of late. Uh, so it is possible the Sharks win this, but I am going to lean with LA. All right. And uh, moving on to Tampa Bay versus the Oilers. Um, who do you think wins this game? I think Tampa Bay has to bounce back from their last loss against the Flames. So yeah, uh, give me Tampa Bay over the Oilers. All right. And uh, that does conclude all the games for Saturday. And I guess, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I think well, we talked about most of the stuff for the standings, how the West is just really tight. Dallas has gotten into that final wild card spot, which is pretty interesting. They have been really hot. I think seven, two and one in their last 10. Uh, I definitely uh, really like their chances of making the playoffs. And then, yeah, um, as for the rest of the West, uh, it's tight all the way through. 
Um, I guess getting to the East now, we talked about how like the top eight teams are pretty much solidified in there. Uh, Columbus has been losing a lot. They were the team that was threatening Washington, but yeah, I don't think they'll do uh, any damage uh, to Washington's spot. So I think the top eight teams in the East are pretty much set. All right. I mean, I'm pretty uh, impressed with how Calgary's been playing. They've been playing some really solid hockey. So has um, Los Angeles. I think the Kings, they were rebuilding for a few years now, but it looks like their rebuilds really been paying off. So a really good job by Los Angeles. For the Veg- for Vegas, it looks like they've been they've taken a dip. So I guess hopefully they'll be able to make a comeback. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, I guess that about concludes uh, this week for um, everything NHL. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, give us a like, uh, give us a review, give us your thoughts on the NHL season so far. And if you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. If you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.